0: Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Thursday, April 21st in the year 2022, and the world is spontaneously combusting around all the food sources. We're going to talk a little bit about that, which is should be no surprise because they want to bring famine into this world, and they're all trying to count on that to break the people that didn't comply to the injection and don't want to have genetically grown meat. You're not going to get real meat. They want to grow it in a lab. And it's for that reason that you need to take good health care of your health and your immune system. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune system strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at expeditioncoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C, Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water. Drink it like a shake. Do that once a day. And Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Let's begin with this right off the top. Russia's largest chemical plant is engulfed in flames hours after a mystery fire at the military research facility. So this was updated as of 1540, which is 340 Eastern. The death toll in the massive fire, that broke out earlier in the day at a sensitive Russian defense ministry research facility in the city of Tver has risen to seven after emergency crews battled the Thursday blaze throughout the afternoon. Yep. Why don't we say this? Dimitskivsky. Dimitskivsky. I can't even speak Russian. I have to work on that. Chemical plant burned down today. Now, it's interesting because if I'm not mistaken, that kind of has to do with fertilizer. And so when you look across the globe, it's amazing the the food supplies are spontaneously combusting. There was a fire on Saturday that we just learned about that burned down the raw milk facility in Fresno, California. There have been f- fires in California. Uh, there have been fires in Idaho. There have been fires in Texas. there have been fires in Florida. There have been fires all over this country all over and they all are having to do with food processing plants South Dakota Chicago Michigan South Carolina West Virginia Rhode Island even up in British Columbia Saskatchewan we've had the same food fires food it must be very i didn't know food was so vol- volatile i had no idea that milk was so combustible that salad plants were so combustible that potato processing plants were so combustible spontaneous combustion had no idea that meat processing plants were flammable. I learned all this since COVID, by the way. I all of this I've learned since COVID. I've been completely amazed at what COVID has taught me. That food is now dangerous and flammable and that must mean they've got something better on the horizon. COVID has taught me so much, I'm telling you. Huh, it's amazing. Hey, by the way, why I'm why I'm thinking about it. I had a fantastic two-hour, 15-minute interview today with Dr. Brian Artis, and he's going to be on Monday and Tuesday, part two, one and two. I will guarantee you that <laughs> the trolls are going to be out in force. I was reading more of this. These people are crazy. You know, the deal is there. there's this aggressive assault. If you want to really question where people are in this, in any sort of movement – Just look at them on their hostility towards what Dr. Artis has brought out. Look, I'm not a scientist. I can see the articles and research he's doing. I can definitely appreciate the links he's making. But here's the deal. When non-scientists start calling him a a deep state troll because he's bringing up this whatever thing, and we already know that most doctors haven't had the courage to even speak out on this vax and are now saying things like, this can't be, this isn't venom. It's like, I, dude, you didn't say anything about it when it was mRNA either. So I just, like I've said before, I measure the the effectiveness of a message by the amount of reaction people give to it. And this explosion, this brain-numbing explosion that's happening out here by big accounts, is stunning to me. So I am. You will be able to decide for yourself. That is there. I will also post the link that Mike Adams has um, when we do the shows, so that you can go through all the research. It's fantastic. A matter of I'll, I'll put that link up in the Bards FM family room today. So you can go through all the articles if you want. You can make your own assessment. This is the whole point here, is we're all determined to learn and grow and awaken and ask questions. Dr. Sherry Tempenny wrote a good article. Matter of fact, I talked to her by text two nights ago, and she sent me the article, so I've read through that. I have a lot of respect for what Dr. Artis has done. And the biggest thing I'm really impressed with is he blew up the narrative. I love that fact. I just, I can't thank him enough for that. So I think you'll enjoy the interview. It's going to be, it's a great interview. He goes in depth on the whole thing. And I'm going to play it all in full two hours, we'll split it one hour each side. And you can listen to it Monday and Tuesday night. And you can decide if that's where you want to be. Do you want to be in his camp or do you want to be in the Evil Empire's camp? Ooh. Hey, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour, and we better pray for food because apparently food is now combustible, so let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled, and uh, honestly, we always come each day with you with our hearts open and our eyes more opened, and today, Father, we have learned something amazing. We have learned that food is combustible. Who would have thunk it? But Lord, that's okay because we know that you've provided all that we need, that we absolutely have been given the ability to grow our own food, to sow seeds, and to watch this evil cabal burn itself to the ground. So we begin today, Father, with just a prayer for everybody to start awakening to the need and the urgency to sow seeds. And by sowing seeds, may each one who sows seeds be touched, and not just by the power of the earth and the grace that you give us through all that this bounty can grow in the soils that you've given us on this land, but may they also be touched with the grace and beauty of truly sowing the seeds of the Spirit. While there's so much upside-down thinking these days, and this is really a time when I would say boldly, they need some Jesus. And Jesus, we just hope that you can be here to like shake them up a little bit. Time to flip some tables and snap a whip. This is a time when we have to truly assess who we are as a people and decide where we stand. And Lord, we know very clearly that we stand with you, that we are walking with you, and our love never ceases for you nor our pursuit of intimacy with you. For those moments when we've had our concerns, our fears, our anxieties, please forgive us. This is a difficult walk and many times we're being hit by every single direction and we're constantly trying to and improving our armor and refortifying our armor, our spiritual armor in a war that never ceases. But now more than ever we just pray for people to awaken to the importance of sowing seeds, to set up a garden, to begin to grow their own food, to begin a process towards being sustainable in all that they do, to quite literally move forward in a way that we can start breaking away from the cabal breaking away from the control that this corporate system has around so many people's lives and the noose they have around so many people's necks as they try to now force people into compliance by literally burning down processing plants all over this globe. Lord, this is at the same time as things always happen, within all evil exists the glory and opportunity for good. And such is is this time now. That as we witness this, we realize the importance of Taking responsibility for what we put into our bodies. To taking responsibility of growing and tending to the food that goes into our bodies. To strengthen this temple that you've given us. To allow it to heal. To get stronger. And to use this beautiful temple which has a perfect immune system. To continue to get stronger all the time. To literally use that as a foundation. To assume control over all evil. For you have given us truly dominion over evil. As in Luke ten nineteen. behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. Sadly, fathers, too many people have ignored those words. They've instead turned to institutions of men, pharmaceutical companies, bioweapons labs, vaccine development places to solve their problems of fear so father we just we pray for their souls we pray for them to find their way back to a true strength in you to give them the strength to walk boldly in this world unafraid for all of us that have stood out here father and have not taken this injection we continue to pray for the continued strength and spirit continued strength and immune system, the courage that's needed at times when so many things keep falling apart for some. There are those now that are really going through difficult times when the separation of family and watching family continue to reject them as yet this brainwashing digs in deeper. We pray for that. We, we pray for the, the awakening of hearts to be able to get past this manufactured division. To for those that are buried in a mask to realize that you never created us to wear to hide our faces, but instead to show our faces to the world with the beauty and radiance that, you, that you've given us. Father, as we walk here in this world, there are so many opportunities, and may you present those opportunities for us to reach out as your children to truly be able to demonstrate what it is that when we talk about love, when we talk about helping one another, Allow us those opportunities to reach out to others and to find a way to reach them in their hearts, whether that's filling a person's gas tank at the, at the gas station that's in need or providing somebody perhaps with some food that they, when they're short, helping somebody pay a grocery bill if they don't have enough money. And for all of us together as we walk together in this fellowship, may we each have that same blessing to look out for one another. And to never forget the power and the glory of Christ and all that he showed us on this earth. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, I want to read something to you. It's very interesting. And there's scriptural notes to this. Um, but I just want you to hear this. I, I find this to be very insightful. And it's, the question of this post is, what Jesus do you follow? Biblical Jesus versus modern Jesus. So listen to these comparisons. Biblical Jesus, born as God Almighty in the flesh. Modern Jesus was a good teacher and man. Biblical Jesus loves us enough to speak the truth. Modern Jesus waters down words to avoid offense. Biblical Jesus points us toward eternal treasure. Modern Jesus promises us earthly treasure. Biblical Jesus warns us of sin, judgment, and hell. Modern Jesus sends all to heaven, dismisses hell. Biblical Jesus commands repentance of sins. Modern Jesus minimizes need for repentance of sins. Biblical Jesus gives you salvation, hope, peace, and joy. Modern Jesus, gives you hope, wealth, and happiness. It's like Creflo Dollar. Biblical Jesus, hated and despised by the world. Modern Jesus, loved and accepted by the world. Biblical Jesus, hates sin and exposes the truth about sin. Modern Jesus, overlooks sin and never corrects you. Biblical Jesus, commands with divine authority. Modern Jesus gives suggestions, not commandments. Biblical Jesus says to expect persecution in his name. Modern Jesus promises our best life now. Biblical Jesus brings division when necessary. Modern Jesus promotes unity and tolerance at all costs. Biblical Jesus exalts God the Father's will. Modern Jesus serves your will above God's will. Biblical Jesus warns of false signs and wonders, magnifies God's word. Modern Jesus exalts signs, wonders, and mysticism above God's word. Biblical Jesus demands that emotion, experience, and opinion conform to sound teaching. Modern Jesus exalts emotion, experience, and opinion above sound teaching. And finally, biblical Jesus commands you to deny yourself, be willing to lay down your life for God. Modern Jesus encourages you to love yourself first and gratify all of your fleshly desires. Obviously, the modern Jesus is a distortion. And if you've been around some of the or even listened to any of some of these teachings it are kind of. Christian and kind of new age, you're going to hear a whole bunch of modern Jesus in there. If you listen to what I was talking about last night on Fishers of Men, I talked about the martial aspect of Christ. Biblical Jesus is very much in line with what I was saying. We have a, there is a hard line of a, of where we have to walk. It isn't just like, well, I, I repented. I'm all good. I'm just going to throw my feet up on the couch and grab my bag of potato chips, which by the way, the potato chip factory burned down already. So that's going to be tough. It did. Potato chip factory burned down. So it's really important to appreciate that there is a real perception that's been glazed over the world that Christ was like this easygoing, and I've said it before and I mean it, the the dirty hippie thing, right? He's got some sandals. He's all love and hug. Going to put daisies in your gun barrels. We're all going to sit around. We're going to get cool. You listen to these people. They tell you things like he smoked pot. I mean, there are all sorts of stuff. This is crazy talk. Christ was a warrior, and he was a definitive warrior, and he didn't mess around. And I point to many examples in Scripture, which I know that we all know, but it's important to remember them. When he was down praying away from the village, and they came to him, and they said, Master, Master, where have you been? We've been looking for you all morning. And he says, let's go to the next village and and complete what I came out to do. It's so abrupt and it's so fantastic because he they're all waiting for him. All the people are waiting for him to return to come back. And he's like, nope, they already got what I needed. Gave it to him yesterday. Let's move on. That's, that's like a great commander. It's like, look, I gave you the brief. Get your stuff together. Figure it out. We got a mission to do. And that's exactly what he was like, at least from scripture. As being that I wasn't there hanging out with him. That would be pretty cool, though. I'll tell you that. But from what we can tell, that's what he's like. So it's a, it's essential that we get in our head that there is a discipline and a martial aspect to Christ. That's my opinion. Take it or leave it. I'm not doing the love and hug thing. That love and hug thing got us here. Love and hug thing has completely corrupted our churches. And way too many of them. Obviously not all of them, but way too many of them. We don't have that strength in the pulpit and the power of the church like we used to have. So that puts it on us to bring some of that fire and brimstone back. Now, look, not all of us are going to sit down in one meeting or agree on everything. But, you know, I've had some great conversations about Christ recently, and we don't agree on every aspect of Scripture. But here's what we do agree on, that we can discuss it and we can respect each other's difference of opinion on certain things because at the end of the day, what we all respect is the power of Jesus and the power of God. It's pretty simple. So we don't need to get legalist stuff wrapped up here and dividing us. What we need to do is get down to the, the core nuts and bolts, which is like snap some whips and flip some tables and let's get busy getting this world back on track. Sow some seeds. That's a good one. Get your hands dirty and sow some spiritual seeds and grow up a mountain of a forest and from the forest grow with many, many more forests. So there we go. We yeah, have such a messed up world right now, and it just continues to spiral down, and it's not something that I have a lot of, I don't have a, I don't have much patience these days for stupid, Just so I say it, and there's a lot of it going on out here, just like the, you know, like I told you, the attacks on Dr. artists, or you have the, people don't want to hear things, or at this point where I think people are on kind of like system overload, so. They're kicking back. Instead of opening their mind to go further, they're going to hold back. And I'm going to just leave you with this thought because this is really a difference between a performance athlete and somebody who's an armchair athlete. The armchair athlete will do things. And by the way, armchair athlete applies to any discipline. When I'm going to use the metaphor, it's not just athletics. It's just easier to describe in that. Our armchair athletes going to do things on occasion. And when it hurts, they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to take a week off. The high-performance athletes are going to push harder every day. And when it hurts, they're going to push twice as hard. And in the end, they're going to accomplish greater things than you've ever imagined, or even they even imagined. And they're going to be scorned. They're going to be looked at from the outside like, oh, this guy's crazy. When we take our life like that and take everything in our life like a performance athlete, then we're getting places. We're, we're achieving new levels. We try to find more time in a day than we possibly have. We figure out if we can sleep less and we can work more. When we take a break, take a pause, say you're going to take a 30-minute power nap. I mean, you do a 30-minute power nap, and if you go over, you're lashing yourself because it's a waste of time. Keep moving. It's a discipline to push harder and farther every day. And to me, that's what faith is about. Constantly trying to strive up that mountain higher. That's where I think we all need to be. My opinion. Not that I ever give you one, but just for that, you got an opinion today. For free, no extra charge. Patriots, I will see you tonight. I've got Mark Baker on tonight. He's a fantastic guy. Look, really looking forward to it. He's, he runs Baker's Green Acres. He's in Michigan. He is a farmer. He is Air Force. I believe he's retired Air Force, in fact. Um, really gets this fight well. And he's a good voice to the truth of what's happening, the importance of farming, and getting back to basics. And he's already defeated his state government that tried to shut down his pig farm or part of his farm that had pigs on it. Let me be clear. So that's tonight. So look forward to that. It's going to be a great show. And then in addition, remember that today at 2 p.m. Pacific, I'm on Brighty on TV. You can see my face for a full hour because I'm on a TV show. <laughs> Not that you need to get more of me, but come on over if you want to join. All right, Patriots, have a very blessed day. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. God loves to hear from you. Father wants to walk with you, so open the door. Let him share your day. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you either in the next 30 minutes, or I'll see you tonight for Bards FM, or until the next time. God bless and out for now.
1: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it.